Yo, episode 162 of the Goddamn Fools Podcast. Evan. Bianca. Eric ain't here at the moment. Uh, or he won't be here today. I don't know why I said at the moment. I know he wasn't gonna be here. <laughs> he is off today. He's Eric's off today. off today. We're all gonna be off next week. Enjoy your holiday. Peace. Thanks for listening. No, I'm <laughs> Imagine. Put out a episode 162, everybody. 37 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I know things that have only lasted that long, but we won't go there. Oh, I'm about to say you heard stories about me? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Who told you? <sighs> you. You tell the podcast all the time that you're a 35 second man. <laughs> Unreal. I mean, who's counting? Unreal. Who's counting? You looking at the, at the watch, at the clock? You got your Apple Watch on? Like. Get your pumps in. How many pumps? You know who's counting? <laughs> counting orgasm. Steps. Orgasm is counting. <laughs> Help. Help. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. How's your week been, oh, man? Gosh, what the? What, what, what week is it? I don't. Let's see. It's the last week. June, June. 27th today that we're recording. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, shit. Yeah, last week was a rough one. What was their Father's Day? And then, uh, which wasn't too busy. It was cool. Uh, shout out to my wife and kids. Um, my baby went to the hospital on Monday. That fucking happened. Riley. She just, she like, I don't know, like we upped her meals. So I don't know if it was just like, I don't know if it was a bug, if it was like, I don't know. I could get Kayla down here and explain, but in better medical terms. But <laughs> I don't understand what the fuck she's talking about anyway. So <laughs> let me put this in. So she, cause she always, she... I talk about something on the podcast and she'll listen back and she'll be like, that's not what happened or that's not how it, I'm like, listen, I'm breaking it down for as simple as, as my simple mind can understand. So <laughs> we understand this. How how she been doing with food? That's it's such a big transition, isn't it? Yeah. And sorry, I'm looking at you because you're like their Wi-Fi is terrible right now. Um, oh, it's so bad. It's supposed to get better in a few weeks if that makes any difference. <laughs> but until then, I'm in hell. I'm just in hell. So I, I just I got nothing. Um, so they, she, so she's been eating once a day, only. Like Kayla will make her food on like Sundays and just like put it in like these little ice cube trays. Um, and then that's like how she eats it. And then we went to the doctor cause she just turned six months. We went to the doctor the week before last. I can't keep up my weeks, whatever. At some point, a few days after her six months, a few days before, I don't remember, but <clears throat> he said we can up her from one meal a day to three meals a day. So we're like, cause we thought we were thinking this is about to be two. Mm, excuse me. We're thinking it's about to be two. And he's like, no, three. We're like, all right. Right? And he's like, yeah, and you'll start to see her her intake of uh, form or milk, breast milk go down. Because it'll, it, he said yeah. it'll be eventually cut in half. And we're like, well, I don't even know if he said eventually or if it will be cut in half. But So we're like, 
the first week we fed her three times a day. She did good. So I'm like, all right, how about we like, <laughs> I don't know if this is just me mad ignorant. I'm like, how about we like up her solids and cut the bottles in half or whatever. So that, that Monday we up, we up the solids. She did good for breakfast and lunch. And then just every, she went for a ride with Kayla, came back home, was in her car seat, sleep. Maybe back home for like 15 minutes. You're talking maybe 45, 50 after she ate to an hour. Yeah. Just fucking exorcist. Whatever she ate that was green, just all fucking came out and just shot out everywhere. And mm. yeah. And then we're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, is it? She was in a, we went in a, the pool the day before. So she had her like mouth on the float. So we're like, did she get water? And it's like, is she like dry drowning? Like, you know, we're starting to think of, Mad right, yeah. So, like, what the, the fuck is going on? That, that's it. What'd you say? You can't hear me at all. I hear you, but it's like, you can't hear me at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we we weren't sure if it was dried, if she was dried. I don't, we just know. We know we're thinking different shit. Like, did she get chlorine or liquid in her lungs? Like, and it's just inflaming. I don't know. So, but we gave her, like, she was smiling after she threw up. So we were like, yo, maybe she just ate too much. I don't know. So we changed her. Right. She's, uh, give her a bath, throw her in a bathtub. And now, mind you, she skipped her nap. So we can't tell at this point. Like, she's starting to, like, pass out, it seems like. So we don't like, yo, she's just trying to go to sleep because she skipped nap time and she's tired. Like, she skipped her nap because, probably because she was, wasn't feeling well. That's what we're thinking now. So now right. we got all these fucking thoughts going through our fucking heads. Like, yo, what is like? She's turning pale. So she, usually she loves bath time. So she's just like, uh, like looking like a little drunk baby. So we just we. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we actually called the ambulance. They brought her. So I don't even want to know what that fucking bill gonna look like. But. Uh. Yeah, but it, I mean, it's, it is what it is, yo. Like better safe than sorry, and. It's so hard to tell what's going on with them. Like, I can't, and I think I said this in the last episode, like, I can't even tell you the amount of times we have taken my son to the ER, like, over things that we just can't, like, figure out what's happening with them. And with, like, food changes, you get so used to your baby, like, being fully nutritionally taken care of by milk. And even if that's complicated, whether you're like breastfeeding, pumping, doing formula, whatever, that's a complicated process in and of itself. But then you start adding in solids and everything about your baby changes. Like no matter what you do, if you do purees, if you're doing however you're doing it, like it gets so complicated. Like for us, right before he started solid foods, he would poop multiple times a day off of breast milk, which is normal for a breastfed baby. As soon as he started solids, he completely stopped pooping. Like completely stopped. And I was like, um, what's happening? And I was like, it's normal. He may just have to learn and to use his muscles more because before everything was like, you know, soft, liquid. Yo, just like all different things that you have to like try and adjust. And it's so much pressure on the parents to like be responsible for your like kids' nutrition so early on. Yeah. Cause that's all, yeah, that's all we're doing is pureeing food. We're not actually like giving her like solids, but I mean, she don't have any teeth yet, which 
one is break one is broken through so which is a mi- little milestone but the sleep the last few days has been a little rough so between that and probably her tooth she's probably going through it um <laughs> but yeah but yeah i mean all blood work came back fine and i don't i mean you hate to go to the hospital and then tell you we don't know what <laughs> what it is or what it was but she uh she's fine she's been good besides uh she's She's not sleeping as well at night, but I say that meaning with as for someone who sleeps great at night. She sleeps. She has been sleeping great, so she's still sleeping good. It's just not great like we're used to, so we're a little spoiled when it comes to that. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so she's she's doing good. Um, so that was that. Uh, what else? I kind of talked myself into coaching the kids again this summer. Cause they're doing a summer. basketball. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're doing a summer basketball league and we tried signing up, uh, Mason and they weren't sure if they can get him on a team. So like Kayla, cause Kayla had called and signed both of them up or whatever. So EJ was good with the high school league and all of that. But this, the summer they're usually, they're bringing like, they got people bringing their own teams into the league for the summer league. Meaning, if your kid ain't on a team, you pretty much like you could be left without a team. So I say, yo, what's the problem? Is it coaching? Like, I'm, I don't really want to coach, but <laughs> if if it's for the right. kids and it, it, it means like, you know, even if it's eight kids can play, like, I understand that we're going to suck because <laughs> everyone's bringing in their like AAU teams and whatever kids they have and to try to win the league because that's what, you know, that's what these. That's what these coaches do. A lot of these coaches is like, oh, you'll throw AU on it and we'll just get an all-star team and just whip a bunch of scrubs butts and act like we did something. <laughs> but that's what they did. But that's like, so sad. It, it is. It is because there's kids out there who just want to play. You know? And so that's where I'm just like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. We're probably going to suck. We're probably not going to be good. But if it means kids that have been in the house doing nothing – for a fucking year and a half can be around, you know, kids their age and play, then I, I think it's, I think it's worth it. Right. I guess that was my mindset. I feel bad. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I had a busy week, yo. I worked a lot. This <laughs> it week. sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, I worked a lot this week. It was, it was a rough one on that aspect. Uh, we got the kids going to fucking basketball camp next week. That's something I never did growing up. Trying to get them, you know, get the world's opening back up. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we were just thrown into the fire. Fast as like. And then I went to the Chappelle show last night, which I caught. How that, was that? That caught me off. It was good. It was a good show. That caught me off guard though, because when we bought the tickets back in March, it was supposed to be a socially distanced show. And you get there, they give you masks. But you test, you're tested before, and they give you masks. And, it, you know, the signs up masks must be wearing, worn at all times. Nobody was wearing masks, and it wasn't socially distant. So once maybe state rules state rules changed, they must have sold those remaining seats. So, yeah, it, it, there was, it was a sold-out packed house. But, Jesus. But everyone was tested, and I know the PCR test. Was, is it the PCR? No, the rapid test. The rapid test sucked. But I mean, it is what it is, man. I'm vaxxed. Like I like. Th- this is why we're here, right? I guess maybe like right. We made it to this yeah. point. 
numbers are way, way, way down. So it's like, you know, I'm still not super comfortable. I wouldn't do that shit like again if I knew, you know, but like you try yeah, to enjoy yourself. For sure. It is what it is. How's your week? It's hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Um, I'm still in hell. This house is a hellhole. This base is a hellhole. This week they added on the fact that they found E. coli in our water. So we have been water bottling it for everything. Baths, food, anything you can think of. Giving the baby a bath, we have to warm up pots of water and then get it into the bathtub and then get him into the bathtub before the water gets too cold for him to actually bathe. Um, washing dishes, we have to wash the dishes with the bottles. It has just been a nightmare. And um, they let us Oh, uh, Thursday or Friday, I can't even remember at this point, and then said, uh, we'll revisit basically, because um, we think like by Monday afternoon it should be good. And then today we got up and they put out a message on like the Facebook page and they were like, yeah, this is going to be ongoing. We don't see an end in sight quite yet, but we'll keep you posted. Yeah, how did, like, how did you determine when it's going to be? Like, that's so weird that they even gave you a day. It should just be like, because they have to like. Yeah, they have to like, chlorinate the water, and so the experts apparently have been working on it since they got the reading on the test or whatever. But I, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't. I don't know. It, it's so weird because, right? Like, there's people who live in the village directly next to the base. Like, literally, it's on the same street, and their water is fine. So I don't know if our water on the base is just like ran through or whatever, but it affects everything. So like everything's closed. Normally, I walk to the cafe during the week in the morning after I give the baby breakfast, and I go and I get like a kale juice and all that. That's closed down. We sometimes on Thursdays and Fridays they have like a diner here on base that serves food for dinner from like four to eight. We will like order out one night that we don't have to cook. They're on like a limited menu, so it just puts that much more stress on us. We're already doing everything because we're just alone, and then this house is still a nightmare. Like our doors to fix them so that the bugs stop coming in, and we're like, oh, it's gonna take two weeks for us to fix your doors. Like, just a lot of bullshit, and I'm I'm just run down, truly. Like, as much as I'm very blessed that throughout this entire pandemic and everything else, I've been majority healthy, my son has been healthy, my husband has been healthy, but I'm just mentally drained. Like, I just... And, and my husband is too, you know, we're juggling everything in our household. We don't get breaks. We don't get a long time. We don't get anything. And I'm tired. And, and then we're planning this trip home. You know, we're we're back home in, in basically like a month, you know, we'll be there August 1st. So a little over a month. And, you know, that's costing us a fortune. And there's like a ton of stuff where like earlier this week, they told us that I'm missing some type of like passport that I should have that would allow me to get back into the country. So there's a there's a possibility that when we come back in September, they may not let me back into the UK because technically I'm here illegally, we found out. <laughs> Semi-illegally, something like that. I don't fucking know. Build the wall Yo, like, Build yeah, the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean, it's just any and everything that can go wrong just goes wrong. And like, I feel terrible because Anytime I talk to, like, my friends, anytime I talk to anybody, I don't have anything positive to say. Like, my son's great. My marriage is going great. Like, those things are Everything else is a hot-ass mess. So, like, I feel like I'm just constantly complaining. Because yeah. I am. But, it, 
for good reason because like everything's falling apart around me. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you made decisions, you know, with your life based on the world being normal. Right, right. <laughs> and I know, yeah. I mean, we all were dealt a shitty ass hand in 2020. Like, we got to adjust and make it work. But <laughs> it's like, it's only so long you can keep, you know, keep it pushing, keep it pushing with a smile on your face. Like, you, yeah. you decided to get married. You knew you were going to move over there, which is a major culture shock already, right? You got pregnant. Um, I think you planned it. You say you didn't, but whatever. <laughs> but but even if you even if you even if you're telling the truth and you did plan it, you still ain't know a fucking virus. Deadly virus was about to sweep the fucking world. Literally like a month later. <laughs> yeah, literally like a month later. And I got pregnant the week of December 2019. Like by the time I got home back to the states, the of January, the virus was like running rampant in China. <laughs> So you're like, all right, like this is two, three, three culture shocks because you're talking marriage, you're talking a whole nother country, and you're talking a baby. So you're already shocked three motherfucking times. <laughs> That's not out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> then you then you yeah, have to count that. Shock. <laughs> you have to count that I graduated from graduate school, started my career in a different country where I have to work in three different time zones to see my clients. Like Four. it has been nothing. Yeah. Pandemic. It's been nothing but changes. Pandemic aside. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. And then I lived. Thing. Yeah. And then I lived in a country that completely shut down. Like just was like, you know what? We're closing down. <laughs> that, that's all. That's all it is. And paid their, their, you know, like civilians citizens to sustain that but like we hadn't seen anything so like i probably cooked every single meal we ate from like march 2020 till i don't know probably almost up until my son was born except for like the occasional kfc because it was literally the only thing that we could find where we lived that chicken and chips right like it's just insane. Yeah, just insanity so it's just been such a shock to the system and i'm just you know this this past the past like month and a half i just can't get a win like in, in any direction so that's how my week went <laughs> so it sounded like if uk said no you can't come back and come back into our country sounds like that would be the win for you <laughs> Yeah, like, maybe not like, Vernal, Honestly, Vernal. I don't want Vernal to be over there by himself, depressed now and shit. But <laughs> that's what he, he's like, "You're gonna leave me. You're gonna leave me." And I'm like, "No." Really, what would have to happen is we're doing a we're doing an application for this stupid ass passport on the first of July. It takes eight weeks, so it will get here probably the week that we arrive back. If they don't let me into the country, I'm gonna have to go back to the U.S. He's gonna have to send the passport to my mom's house, and then I'm gonna have to come back. But like, which is the hassle. But you know, at least I'm a citizen somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, <laughs> but what would you have to do that, or could he just check himself out the airport, go through security? go get it and bring it back to the airport. Like, would yeah. you have to fly back or they won't even let you on a that, No, because usually customs is when you get to the country. They usually deal with that shit. Right. Yeah. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. What I do know is a bunch of people have been talking about the UK's, like, 
uh, airport policies because of COVID, like they have a listing of like green air and red countries. And right now the U.S. is amber. So when we come into the country, we have to have already purchased two COVID tests per person on day two and day eight. And we have to take those tests, provide proof when we get to the airport, along with like something else and a negative test that we would have taken in the U.S. So they're saying like, some people are saying it took like three hours for them to get to the country. Some people are saying it took six hours for them to get into the country. I don't know. I'm in hell. I'm just in hell. That tells you how spoiled we are as Americans. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yo, imagine America had all those fucking rules. Uh, Hell no. Hell no. So yeah, it's been a very different experience. No. So that's just, that's how my week has been. And I'm just trying to manage, you know, I'm trying to concede to the idea that I'm not going to be doing great at anything right now, other than just kind of surviving. Yeah, surviving is good, but it's not great. Like, obviously, you don't, because the opposite of survive is death. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, what's, what's. Yeah, truly. Like, if you're not surviving, then you're probably dying. And. And then there's like a lot of little things, right? Like Northwestern just did the the um, graduation and like anybody who graduated in 2020 could go to this graduation. Obviously I couldn't go, but a lot of my cohorts did. And a lot of them are starting their PhD programs this year. And like, I'm happy for them. And I there's no hateration to say this. I'm super happy for the people who I went to school with who are doing this because they're amazing, brilliant, and I can't wait to see what they come up with. But I'm also so jealous because that's my next step. And I'm like, why aren't I also my PhD program? I want to be back in school so bad. And it just, you know, yeah. it's it's a it's a good look into what happens when you start a family or you make moves and things like that. And you put your spouse's career first and then you take a backseat and you know when your time is coming. Like these are things that happen when you create a family and it can be stressful and it doesn't always feel great. So it's one of those things, you know? Yeah, no, you don't ever want to, but you don't ever want to get into it. I know it's easy to get into it, like looking at other, comparing your life to uh, your life to others, but you don't want to fall down that rabbit hole because ain't nothing positive gonna come out of it for you if you're comparing. You know what I mean? Like, yo, sure. like, yo, kudos to them. It's what I I strive for one day, and and I mean, do you, like I feel like, and you say that too, but you're, I mean, it's prob the reason why you're probably hesitant even doing it is because of the situation you're in too. So. I, I well, I can't answer my own question, but <laughs> go ahead. No, to be honest, I can't because psychology, clinical psychology, PhD programs, you have to be there in person. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I physically, you mean that because I can't. Otherwise, I probably would have tried, especially while I was pregnant because I, I wasn't doing shit. I was unemployed. I wasn't in school anymore. Vertals at work every day. I was bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean life yo like you gotta you gotta just look at the positive things and stay positive even if we complain we just gotta we gotta do our best not to like bring that negative energy to ourselves like because our our th- own thoughts can determine how we how our day goes you know if that makes yeah. sense that's why like i always like I always like cringe when I see someone like post on social media like well i always cringe anytime i go on social media um <laughs> 
See, you I was say, gonna say you. You no. say you're yo. It's it's crazy because you just said like you're not a like you're not hating or anything. You're you're not a hater. I think I'm a hater, yo. I think I'm a hater because I just don't care about anything anything people say on social media. Like I always find myself up there and I just scroll and be like shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. All right, I'm getting <laughs> off this stupid fucking app. I think I'm a hater, yo. Like I'm not hating people. Like I don't wish I don't wish wrong on people. I don't like I want I want everyone to do great with their lives and all of that. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the definition of a hater, though. I mean, I, I don't know what I would call it. It's definitely something, but I don't think you're a hater at all. Hey, <laughs> like, it's literally. definitely something. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if the if, if the glove fits. I, I don't. I don't know what the definition of a hater is. I just don't give a fuck about most. I think it's very adverse to other human beings. <laughs> like I'm just like the shit like people talk about. But anyway, why did I get down that rabbit hole? What was I saying? What were we talking about? We were talking about you in no school. Like, oh, why, why is my brain like this, bro? I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't. I have no idea what you were going to say to like fill in for you. Every week, yo. Every fucking week, I have it and I <laughs> lose it. I have it. See, because I get on these little like, I have like a little side thought. And I'm like, oh, let me explain this side thought real quick. <laughs> and then I completely fuck up the main thought. Yep, yep, every time. It never fails. Usually Eric's pretty good at collecting you, but my brain yeah, is mush, so Eric, I can't where help are you, you brother. At, bruh? Yo, it's cause Eric don't got no kids. Like he don't gotta worry about like exactly. his mind just like can just taking any from he got no distractions. It's all his yo. He got no distractions. Yes. None. Yes. None his mind whatsoever. is all his own. None. Yep. Must be nice. Must be nice. No, I'm kidding. It see, is we, nice. Look, we, look at us and I miss it. Eric right now. That, yes. See, that's haters. <laughs> that's being a hater right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, I'm very jealous. I'm a hater that Eric didn't have to share his brain with a two-by-four person. <laughs> I am jealous. Absolutely. Mad hatred in my blood, bro. Oh, I remember what we were saying. So we're talking about like putting negative energy. <laughs> I can't stand so you. <laughs> that negative energy out there. So like I hate when I like when I'm scrolling on social media and I like see someone. It'd be like it'd be like 7:45 in the morning, 8:45 in the morning, whatever the fuck time you want to call it. It'd still be a.m. on the fucking clock, which means it, it motherfuckers ain't awake most of the a.m. So it means you still got like. 75% of your awake day to go. You know what I mean? And people be like, oh, my day is already ruined. 8.30 a.m. My day is ruined. Like, yo, that's the energy. Like, y'all, you thinking that already? Your day's going to be fucking ruined because you thinking it. Fuck if somebody else pissed you off. So who fucking cares? Fuck them, bro. Fuck them. If your day is ruined because of some shit somebody else said or did... Then I mean obviously like if someone passed away or death and all that I guess that's a that's a major life fucking pausing thing so I want to throw in that disclaimer but if it's something somebody said that just makes ruins your whole fucking day yo you I feel bad for those people man like that I think they let others too, have that much control over what, what they feel yes I think too you have a thicker skin than some. So it doesn't surprise me. You're also permanently irritated, so that doesn't surprise me either. But 
Like, <laughs> I, I agree with you. And it's, it's something that I think I talk to clients in therapy about a lot is kind of like recorrecting or rephrasing, reframing, however you want to call it, um, negative thoughts into positive thoughts. Because oftentimes, like we do, we're our own worst enemy and we can talk ourselves into really bad things, like into really bad feelings, into really negative spaces. And even in marriages, like it was interesting because I've, I've been studying a lot. And I think I said this before, but like the, one of the determinations that you would think for divorce is like people having issues in their marriage, things that they don't agree on. But really what determines like divorce and marriages is how a couple is able to address an issue. If they're able to speak more positively to each other than negatively, then they're mo much more likely not to get divorced, even though that issue may never technically be resolved. And I think it's the same for single people. It's like you can really talk yourself into my son is a nightmare. He's just like over there screaming. Sorry, but you can you can like talk yourself into really negative spaces that you then have to dig yourself back out of, and especially when you're vulnerable first thing in the morning, right? Because you know we're vulnerable in the morning. We're like half asleep. You know, you're you're stretching. The day hasn't even really cracked yet, and those tend to be sensitive periods for people. I guess. <laughs> I mean, not for you because we know you get on for an hour. So you broke up, and I didn't hear what you said, and I think that's a good thing because nobody hear the bullshit that was about to come out your mouth. <laughs> wow! How did you? I just, just said it for I don't know. I just assumed it was bad because I didn't hear you. But go ahead with your trash ass. Wow! Anyway, bro. All ahead, I repeat, repeat yourself. All I said was except for you because you just take a shit for an hour in the morning. Oh, yeah. I'll be shitting mad long in the morning. <laughs> that baby just cut. That baby cut my shit time down. Though. I don't like that shit, yo. Yeah, Riley, I'm talking to you. Shit, I don't give a shit what you to, experience. I be, wait, what? She don't give a shit what you experience. I be trying to wake up early to like beat her. To her, her waking up, and she, then she's. It's like she senses like we're up in the house. Listen, listen. Call me when you have to shit with her in the same room as you. Okay. Oh, I then have. I sent you, you a can picture. Blame. I sent y'all a picture of me setting her up. I have my computer. I put my other computer right next to her, and she in her little chair while I'm doing my thing. Yeah, because that's how. That's I in the bathroom. Yes. You're a individual. What am I supposed I to do? Not shit. in the bathroom. What? Why do I have two screens in the bathroom? Why is that necessary? How can I keep her entertained while I'm trying to take a shit? <laughs> How? It's impossible. Yeah. I got. I gotta. It, it gotta be me, her, and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. All right. Come inside is fun inside, okay? My son loves Funky Mouse Clubhouse, okay? He fucking loves it. I know all the songs. It's like his best friend. It's the only thing that keeps him calm. Exactly. You know how you feel why there's two screens in there. Okay, so you're watching the other screen? 
I'm not. That's my office. I'm doing my thing in the morning. Like I wake up, I fucking, I check my portfolio. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even talk. I check my portfolio, <laughs> aka my fantasy baseball team. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, I be editing the podcast in the morning. The shit I'm supposed to do the night before, so I don't have to worry about it in the morning. I always do that shit in the morning. Always. Always on the toilet doing that shit. And what is your wife doing while you're on the toilet shitting for an hour? Exactly. Dad of the year, son. Uh. <laughs> nah, she working. She be working. I'm not well, working, so it's either it's either bring her to the bathroom with me or my wife try to do shit while she works. But like she likes to remind me, we do different work too, so she can't just be like she she makes sure she remind me that shit. I don't blame. I can't be stopping down every five minutes like you can. Exactly, exactly. Listen, I have had to bring my son into therapy sessions because of this fucking pandemic. So I understand it is not easy. Truly, see, see, and you judging me. You judging me. That's crazy. I am judging you. That's crazy. I am judging you. I mean, if anything, like, judge me because I got to subject her to my, my smell. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I can't, if you went there, I get it. But, hey, I'm just trying to do what, oh, I, do what I can. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't do you. Oh, Speaking of doing what you can what? Let's talk about. Up. I didn't hear what you said. You said. It's not okay. Wi Fi is free. It's the only one they offer. I didn't have a choice to matter. Okay? Listen, whatever you just said, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it was about me. Uh, Are you lying? <laughs> Sorry. Try again. I can't, I can't win. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm listening. Go ahead. I'm reading the list while you speak. I was going to say, speaking of, you know, trying to be positive and not be negative and, and all of that, Britney Spears. What's going on with Brit Brit? So... Britney is obviously very famous for being one of the biggest pop sensations ever, but she's also famous for losing her shit a little bit once upon a time, about a decade or so ago. And, you know, everybody has seen the pictures. She shaved her head. She, you know, really had a, a just a terrible mental breakdown, truly. And she had been in the public eye for a really long time. So what happened? And, like, I remember, like, I remember people saying she broke down, but I don't, I never actually read what exactly happened besides seeing her head shaved. And I know, I mean, she went through a what, nasty divorce where she had to owe him money, some shit. Yeah, she, it, it was a, it was a bunch of things. Truly, like, Britney was railroaded from the time that she was on, I want to say it's Mickey Mouse Club, Mickey something Mouse like that. She was, about- oh wait, sorry. Yeah. She was, you know, famous for a really long time, and they basically put her on the Hollywood conveyor belt. You know, she wasn't allowed to be a person. She was a machine. And then she got into relationships with men who didn't treat her well, and there was stuff going on with her family, and it just all kind of spiraled out of 
people. And she ended up in a conservatorship. So for people who don't know what that is, um, oftentimes when somebody is mentally incapable of making their own decisions, they will go to court and get a conservator. It's a person who was allowed to make medical and life decisions for pretty, on a pretty permanent basis, um, as long as the person is capable of doing it for themselves. Well, Brittany's now 39 years old, and her father has been her conservator most of this time. And she came out in the documentary this week saying that pretty much all the time that he's been in charge of her life, he's been abusing her. And abuse her in different ways. Financially, she's only allowed $2,000 per week of her own money. She's not allowed to ride in the car with her boyfriend. Um, he has her on birth control, like an inserted birth control that she's not allowed to go to the doctor and have removed because she wants to have children. Um, she wants to get married to the person she's been dating. She's not allowed to do that. Um, a lot of different things where her father has just been really controlling every aspect of her life. And no matter how much she has petitioned or asked for, because at first she didn't even ask for the conservatorship to be taken away. She just asked it to be given to somebody else who was going to be more receptive to the things that she wanted to do with her life. And that got denied. So now she's petitioning the courts to lift it. Yeah. That's weird. It happens. It happens. Um, and it's it's really unfortunate because we see courts do things kind of haphazardly all the time. And when it comes to people with mental health issues, stuff like this gets really overblown. And, you know, her whole life has been out of her control. And I get it. At first, it was to try to protect her. And I think originally that was probably really what was happening. But... I don't think her father has her best interest at heart. I think it's really sick to keep a woman on birth control when she wants to have children. Like all these things that just should not be in another person's control anymore. And they just haven't like reassessed her mental state. Like just because she had a breakdown X amount of years ago doesn't mean she's still living mentally in that space. Yeah. That shit reminds me of this movie uh, I watched earlier this year on Netflix. It's called I Care A Lot. And it was about it was about this organization who basically it's it was more of like for older people, but who basically get custodial rights to who like know how to work the system to get custodial rights to older people that saying they can't make decisions for themselves. And then they, you know, had a whole hey. fucking lucrative business about it. Um, Tyrion from Game of Thrones was in it, too. It was, it was actually it was it was a, it was a cool watch. It wasn't like I'm not gonna say sit here and be like, "Yo, you gotta go see it. It's a must watch." But it, if you if you decide to go watch it, it's called "I Care a Lot." It it was a cool movie. Um, but that's what it sounds like. It sounds like, yo, like I got the courts on my side saying you're unfit, and now you gotta it, it, you almost can't even come back from that. Right. But it's crazy. But I, I, I have to think about it. Yes, she's very young. And you have to think about it from the perspective of like her father, right? They didn't have a great relationship. He took over as conservator and he gets complete financial control. So he can use her money. He he gets to make all the decisions, right? He can say that it's in her best interest. He can do whatever he wants. And I, I just think, again, maybe at the, at the time it was for her best interest to try to keep her safe, but... It's been over 10 years. I think they said it's been like 13 years. So that's that's nuts. Yeah, because you, I mean, you do see people, you know, deal with mental health issues and to the point where they're, you know, unfit to take care of themselves and something, 
something's got to be done before they, you know, hurt themselves or other others, whether it's intentionally or unintentional. Um, but like, it's like, where's that line where someone needs to step in before someone dies? Right. Or severely hurt. Like, so it's a, it's tricky, man. And I mean, you gotta, you truly have to take these things on a case by case basis, but you also have to, it it can't be open-ended. Like you have to have some type of reevaluation date or point. Right. Have they said, if if that's the case with this, like if it's been, t- would you say 13 years? I think it's been 13 years. Yeah. Well, whatever, however long it may be, like there should be some type of reevaluation window. That's not that long, <laughs> you know, whether it's right. two years, three years, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know anything about this stuff, but I can say there should be some type of like law where they have a chance to get control of their life back. Right. And it sucks because like the amount of control that he has, even if it were limited in some areas to where she could make some decisions for herself. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. She can't ride in the car with her own boyfriend. That's insane. Like, what do they think? Like, what's the reason like, for that? Like they think he's going to take off with her and steal her, kidnap her or whatever. Like, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how you justify that at this point. And again, we know, I mean, it played out in the media. We know her breakdown was bad. I mean, she shaved her head. She was like, she she really did. She, she lost it very temporarily. But I mean, I feel bad for her. And I hope that the courts can come to some type of conclusion that helps keep her safe for sure. Because, you know, I think even with like, giving her some of her rights back. I think if you give it all back to her and now she has to manage her finances and all that stuff again on her own, it could re-overwhelm her too. So maybe giving it back to her in stages so that she kind of learns how to be an adult adult again because she's had people making decisions on her behalf for so long. And, you know, I I don't know. I don't know what's appropriate, but it's hard. It's really, it's hard for her and it sucks. Yeah, and I mean, as far as like having a kid, like I hate... I hate to say, like, you know, anyone should say what women should do with their, with their bodies and stuff like that. But there's a lot of fucking people out here who probably should be having kids who have them. Right. <laughs> so it's like, like I'm caught, like, right. as far as, like, having kids, like, I'm caught in the middle of, like, no, we shouldn't be able to control your life and what you do. But it's like, yo, you should probably pass some type of psychological exam before you bring a whole human into this world and fuck them up for their lives and, and a, create a vicious cycle. Like... <laughs> Because we right. know people who shouldn't have shouldn't be having kids. It shouldn't be a parent. And, Absolutely. And, and it just, it just, My father should probably tip the day off before he had kids. But, you know, like, yeah, like that's just really, say, like, it, it is, it is, and it's also realistic when you look at, like, how much harm can be done to children. Like, and maybe realistic is the wrong word, but, like, we have to kind of look at that stuff because look at the shit with Nick Cannon. He's had, like, four children this year from all different women. And people are like, oh, well, because he's wealthy, that's fine. But is it fine when you consider there's no way in hell, even at, at, with him being wealthy, that he can attend to those children in the way that they're going to need to when he has to be in, in seven places at once? It's 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 gross, and it really does do harm to the children. So. Like, here's my thing with the whole Nick Cannon situation. You know, after we talked about it last week and joked about it a little bit, like, he's sick, correct? Like, I remember him being sick, Uh, but I didn't remember what it was. 
Is it lupus? lupus maybe? Okay, so we both said it. Chances are that we're either we got the fucking information from the same place or it's the correct information. Uh, right, right. Um, he doesn't. He was. I forgot what I was. I was listening to a podcast and he played back. He doesn't think he has much time left. It sounds like on this planet. Now, now you can have a discussion about. All right. Well, if you're not going to be here, should you be? leaving kids here to be raised without dads, you know, or there's the flip side of your legacy carries on. And Yeah. See that legacy stuff is yeah. bullshit. And I, I, I agree. It, I agree. It's bullshit. And, and furthermore, I know Nick Cannon has money. We all know Nick Cannon has money, but now you're talking about, I think he's up to seven children. Now they all, for the most part, there's two sets of twins. I think there's like maybe four or five different mothers, something like that. And he is about to die. Why not just have kids with one woman? Why did you, like, he literally got several women pregnant all at one time. Like, he's had back-to-back children within like the last 12, maybe 15 months. With that logic, if you have five kids with one woman, that's five kids one woman got to take care of. If you have five kids with four women, that one woman don't got to take care of as many kids. <laughs> with that logic. I don't, right. I'm not saying I agree with it. Just with that logic, that's where my brain goes. It's just, to me, it just rings unnecessary, unhealthy, unfair to the children. Like Because, again, even if you're trying to leave a legacy behind, you can't ask these kids what they want. They're fucking babies. Right. But I can bet you, right, that if they come of age and they're raised by a single mother and they don't have a father around, they're probably going to be like, why? Like, I mean, I'm glad to be here, but, like, why? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What, what did that do for you? You're not even around. If you die, you're not even around to see your children. So what, what fucking legacy? That shit's all in your head. It's all ego. The kids, I mean, the kids are going to be like, yeah, I wish I was dead instead of not having my father because they're alive. They're not going to. But they wouldn't exist had he not done this. So they would never have that thought to have to question. You know what I mean? <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. And you know, people are going to have their opinions, but it's it's unhealthy and it's unfair. You know, our kids don't get to choose if we bring them into this world or not. We make that decision and then we fuck them up in the process. You know what I mean? We, we make decisions after they're here or whatever that leads to them having a difficult life, whether it be emotionally or financially or just whatever. Like, you think those kids want to know their dad? Like, even if you are passing away, is that fair to them? I don't know. Even if you can leave their mom money, would they give back some of that money to have their father around, to know him, to know what he was like? Maybe. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know if there's like a a right answer for this. I just, it just, right. doesn't, something, just doesn't feel right though. But again, it's, I mean, yes. you know, I get up here and I say in my real life, like how you choose to live your life, that's that's on you. But I, again, as I say that too, like, yeah, they're choosing to live their life this way, but these kids aren't. So yeah, never mind. I take that back. <laughs> and I think that's basically my point, right? Like, I I know that we can't control adults, and I know that we can't t- 
tell them not to procreate, but like have to start thinking about the children that we're making when we're horny and just fucking around, when we're impregnating multiple people, when we're making all these crazy ass decisions and then deciding, oh, I'm just going to keep a child because it's, you know, I, I, I made the choice, but it's like, okay, but what quality of life is this kid going to have? What are they going to be missing out on? What kind of world are you bringing them into? In, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's stuff to consider, man. I mean, the, the quality, the quality of life as far as like having things is going to be taken care of, but like a lot of times it's just time, time with your parents is what matters the most. Whether it's quality, qu- quality time with your parents is what matters the most. And I don't, I don't know how he can give all of that unless they're all living under one roof and then. By all means, <laughs> do your thing, player. <laughs> but, terrible, 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 terrible. Does, does, would your would your thought process change if they were all living under one roof together? Um, maybe, maybe, but it'd be like the wild and outhouse. Yeah, I. But I would also question, right, like. Like Even if they're living, of, it's not like some type of R. Kelly situation. <laughs> he starts talking oh about that. Right. Like I would question how much are the mothers being supported through this process, right? Because you're getting all these women pregnant, and like, so now all these women have newborns. So are they hiring nannies? Like, who's helping them? Because that process is really fragile for women, and especially in the United States women who get pregnant are not well supported through the process at all. Like I just read about the, I don't know her name. She's a runner and she just made it to the Olympics. She's a black woman. Nike dropped her when she got pregnant. She just came back and beat Usain Bolt's world record. And it's like, you know, like you see stuff like that happen and it's frustrating because women just really get supported when they want to have children. Um, so that would be, I guess, my concern when it comes to him popping on all these kids too, is just like, who's these women's village? Like, are they being cared for? Are they having proper help and attention while you're just out impregnating the next woman? Allison Felix? Maybe. Yes, that sounds right. Okay. All right. More gold medals than Usain Bolt. Huh, Nike dropped. I remember her. I remember her. Uh, Nike dropped her. That's crazy. Huh. Well, good luck to her. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I forget what, what the fuck we're we talking about. <laughs> Again, we were talking about Nick Cannon and all his big mamas. Okay. I'm like, wait, how do we get down Allison Felix? No, I didn't forget what I was saying. I just forgot what how we got to Allison Felix. I'm like, why the fuck did I just look up Allison Felix? But I, all right, that makes sense. Oh. You're the worst. Yo, I mowed the lawn this morning, bro. You know how exhausting that is? Ugh, I don't even want to imagine. I mowed the lawn, and I got less lawn than I did before, and that shit is still tiring. Right, I think the pool is there now, so there's like less area to cover. The hole in the ground with water is still there. Yeah, yeah. The hole in the ground with water is still there. <laughs> um, Stupid. Happy Pride Month. 
Yes, happy Pride. I'm so sad that I'm not there to go to the the New York parade, but I hope that everybody's safe. I hope. I mean, I hope y'all safe. I ain't going. I don't, I don't feel like going to no parade, but any parades. Like, <laughs> that's like any parade. Not not because <laughs> I'm homophobic. Not because Pride, but I because just don't want to be around COVID. <laughs> And that too. That I, I told you I was around. We know I mean, you're very. Intentional. I was around way more people last night than I fucking imagined because I bought tickets to a show that was supposed to be socially distanced and it wasn't. And I just, I, I just, I just don't want to be around people. I don't know. It's weird, yo. Am I like the did COVID like make me worse? Like, did I get yes. too comfortable with being trapped in a house that I enjoy it? Yes. Ugh. Where for me, it's kind of the opposite, and I'm, like, chomping at the bit to get outside. Like, when we get back home, I am outside safely as much as possible, but I'm outside, like, as often as humanly possible. I don't know. I just, maybe I just don't have FOMO, and I'm just, like, whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Carl Nassib, defensive end of the Las Vegas Raiders, is gay. He came out. Why do they call it come out? Um, I don't know where that term was coined. Like, I know people say, oh, they're coming out of the closet or they're coming out to their family. Um, I wish gay people didn't have to come out or any of other, you know, like uh, sexuality preferences or even like the trans community. I wish people didn't have to come out. I wish they could just be, you know, as heterosexual human beings. We don't have to explain our sexuality to anybody. Um I wish that that was the case for them too. Yeah, I mean, you don't. <laughs> I was gonna say it don't matter if you're gay or straight as long as you get sex, but <laughs> that joke writes itself. Oh. You're stupid. <laughs> get it? Getting sex. But no, it, it, <sighs> it truly, it doesn't fucking matter as long as you're out there busting ass on the football field. <laughs> that one was so fucking unintentional. Holy shit. <laughs> Piaga, save me. Say something, please. No, no, I can't save you. I cannot save you from yourself. I'm, I wish I could throw virtual tomatoes. I was waiting for it to be over. <laughs> this is where we need Eric. He's he's the important he's the important other person to this trio because he would come in and tell you you're terrible, good and terrible. Oh man! Uh- <laughs> the worst jokes in American Yo, history, that, and that includes Kevin one- Hart. That last one was literally no pun intended, and it just it made me laugh after I said it out loud, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I thought I was clarifying what I meant, and it just. Anyway, it should not matter. It should not matter what you do in the bedroom as long as you're performing on the field, right? Yes, it shouldn't matter what you do in the bedroom ever anywhere there are people who like snm there there are people who like all kinds of crazy shit in the bedroom who gives a fuck how i can't understand right like if you don't agree 
or if it's not your preference for people to be gay, then just ignore it. How does it affect your everyday being? It doesn't. It doesn't. Unless they're trying to fuck you, it doesn't matter. Right. So, with that said, he had the number one selling jersey. So, fire. Supporting him. Love um, to see it. I hope, I hope, uh, Everyone seems to care, or every everyone cares this little as the year goes on and the season goes on, meaning the players he plays with and against, and I hope he doesn't have to go through any bullshit in the locker room or on the field. So, I mean, I, I guess that's right. still yet, like, to be to be determined. Um, But the fact that it was like, oh, word, he's, he's gay, cool. Oh, that's good. He came out, first openly gay active player. Um, I know Michael Sam came out, but he sucked. <laughs> You're stupid. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that Moving way. Moving on. Oh my Moving God. on. He was garbage. He didn't make the league. So he came out before the draft, got drafted, but ended up not even making the season. He played in preseason and didn't. Um, so that was Michael Sam. Um, and he wasn't likable. Michael Sam wasn't likable at all. It was like, it was weird. It was weird. Like his, yeah. his whole thing I, was. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out to him. Um, and I think he, in the process, he's donating money to, I want to say like the, the Trevor fund is in my head, but, uh, let me, let me, the Trevor project. Um, I guess it's a hotline that for members of the LGBTQ community, to call if they're feeling suicidal or stuff like that. So the Trevor project is the name of that foundation. Um, so I guess gotcha. it's part of that. He donated money to that. And definitely, I mean, he, I never knew what the fuck it was before this. So it, it put, no, me neither. Yeah. yeah. So it put a, you know, put a spotlight on that. So that's, that's dope. Um, now his team, on the other hand, I mean, they, they're probably still going to be trash, but that's either here or there. These I'm glad to see the NFL supporting. Right. Uh, we won't go down that shit on the NFL uh, rabbit hole today. <laughs> Please don't, because they make me nauseous. What else is going on? Derek Chauvin sentenced 22 and a half years. 22 and a half years. I think I think I didn't know how long I expected he would be sentenced. I think there was a part of me, and this is probably the trauma of just watching this happen so often, that thought maybe they would just skip out on sentencing him altogether. Maybe he wouldn't get a lot of years. Um, I've seen both sides of the aisle on, on social media. Some people think 22 is a good thing. Some people think it's not enough. I think... For what he did, there could never be enough years. Um, I'm not necessarily unhappy with 22. I and mean, people said, well, it's not life. And that's that's possibly true, yeah. But maybe for his age, it's close to life. I don't know. Um, but I think it's definitely a step in the right direction towards punishing these cops for their behavior. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, I guess the max they could have given him was 40. I'm trying to find the minimum. I can't add a quick Google search. Um, The prosecutor asked for 30 years. So, I mean, he got eight less, eight, seven and a half less than what the prosecutor asked for. Um, I thought I read somewhere he's eligible for parole after two thirds of the sentence. Yeah. Which, what's that? About seven and a half years ish. That's definitely not okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm lying. Fifteen. Seven and a half years left of his his uh, sentence, so fifteen and a half years ish is when he probably could apply for parole. If my math is correct, there, right? Because he has to serve two thirds. Yep. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's about two thirds. About fifteen, fifteen and a half ish. Um. Again, I don't think it's the best they could have done. I would have liked to see them get closer to forty. Now knowing like the numbers. Um, I definitely think he should have gotten at least 30, which is what the prosecutor you said asked for. Um, but he's 40, I think 45 years old. So there's a chance he could be out at 60. Yes. Uh, yeah. I know. I don't sit right with me, man. It doesn't sit right. No, no, it doesn't sit right when you look at it that way. And yeah, I think hearing all those numbers kind of changes my stance on it, and I think it's not necessarily at all enough. Um, I think he deserved to be prosecuted to the the furthest extent yeah. that the law would allow. Because this wasn't this wasn't up for interpretation. You couldn't right. say, "Oh, well, he, he didn't mean to pull the trigger," or he. It was just an impulsive thing where, what the hell, was that Grayson kicking the microphone? Yeah, Grayson. No, he's banging on the desk. I'm very sorry. No, I'm just like, what is like, don't, 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 don't. He about to be an ill drummer. I'll tell you that much, though. That beat was fire. Um. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Grayson? What's up? Hey, hi. What's up? Say hey, hi. I don't see you moving because so your Wi-Fi is trash. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi out here working like Michael Sam. Just garbage, yo. Garbage Wi-Fi. Ain't getting no sacks. Garbage. Yo, yeah. you like mad pixelated, bro. You in. <laughs> now imagine trying to do therapy with this kind of Wi-Fi. Bruh, holy shit. I'd, 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 <laughs> that's fucked up. I'm about to, <laughs> it's your fucking livelihood. I'm about to shit on it. I'm about to say, I'll find a new therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, B. I just, your, hey, I'm I know so you're glad like, my clients can't hear this. <laughs> they said I'm really good at my job, which I'm not afraid to say. So they put up with my shit because they can't fucking see me or hear me half the session. You know, nah, that's a good thing with therapy, though. All you, you just need to be heard, right? Like, I would imagine a lot of people come to you and they just want to vent, yes. right? Yeah. Like more than like really needing like quick. It's 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 more about the content than the 
quality of the yes. of the sound. <laughs> they talk way more than I do in sessions. It's mostly about them, especially when I have couples. Sometimes with couples, I can get away with saying like one thing every like five minutes or so. But you know, I, it just really depends. <laughs> but yeah, back to Derek Chauvin, man. I hope I, I wanted him to rot in jail. He this yeah. wasn't up for interpretation. He knew he could have. The longer he held that man's neck, the more likely. The, the higher the chance that he that he died and he held this shit for nine plus minutes and right uh, him being able to get out at 60 just oh yeah it makes my stomach turn because at 60 he's still i mean he's old but he's still young enough that he could do this again yeah. to somebody if he wanted to yeah yeah so that shit and then you know i say that and there's cops walking around who, who aren't sitting in jail for at 15 years. Right. So it, it, it's, it's progress, but it needs to be, it needs to be better because if there's a cop that kills someone with a gun and they can make up all excuses in the world and they just get a slap on the wrist, how, how are things ever going to change? Right. What are they going to get? Right. Five years. Right. And and this was the case, I think, why this bothers me so much. I think if it had been a different case, 22 years, 22 and a half years would have seemed really good. But this was the one case where the proof was irrefutable. It was it was it was there. The whole world saw it. We watched it happen. There were no excuses. There was no, you know, well, what if this or what if that or what if we're misunderstanding or misinterpreted or we weren't there. But in in. In some ways, we were all there, right? And so this was the case to really bring down the hammer. This was the case to give the strongest sentence possible. And they failed to do that. So that's really shitty. And it just reinforces all the bad feelings that we already have had about this process. Yeah, man. Then more fucking scary shit. You see this building in fucking Florida, yo? Miami. Yes, just fucking collapse, bro. Insanity. Wild, yo. Um, it's in Miami-Dade County. Surfside, Florida is the is the exact location, and it's just yo, like half of that building just collapsed, and there's a hundred fifty plus people missing they said nine died right. they, but if they found hundred, like they found nine he's just turned the camera on um yeah they found they're finding like one person like every i don't know like day maybe every couple of hours i mean it's been a very slow process they said they think it was a sinkhole beneath the the um the building or something like that and that's yeah yeah and that, I mean, that's what's scary, too. Like, all that rain they get, it, you don't have the proper drainage. Like, all that shit is just going to settle underneath your fucking home and foundation. And ev yeah. eventually, like, this is what happens. Right. And that's scary as fuck that only nine were found, bro. Yeah. Only nine are They may never dead. cover those bodies. Only nine. 
are confirmed dead, and there's a hundred and fifty something missing. They may never find those human beings, and that's really, really like horrific. You watch the footage, and it's so reminiscent of like nine eleven and the buildings like collapsing. It's just you can't believe shit like that happens in real life. It's wild, man. Like, and you know, I I just finished saying a few minutes ago. Like, I scroll up social media, and I don't care. But like, I don't like I don't. I never want people to fucking lose their lives. Like I see this shit and I just like, you know, we get numb to people dying, especially after the last year and a half. But it's like, yo, like I just want people to be out here living. Yo, I just want people to live and survive and, you know, try to enjoy their lives and stuff like that. Like, it's just sad, yo. Like, you just building just fucking crumbles under you, bro. What? Can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Somebody, I would imagine some of these people spent the last year and a half in this home trying not to die. Right. Right. Oh, you're supposed to be safe, man, at home. That's it. That's all. You're supposed to be safe at home, and I just feel bad for them and their families. You know, I hope they, you know, I hope they get some type of closure. And find. I hope every single one of them is found. I really do. And it's, it's, it's sad because at, at this point you could assume that. What what are we talking? Day four? Day three? Right. You you gotta assume the worst, right? Yeah. <sighs> Man, wild. The world then. I feel like we don't have anything else, but I feel right. like I want to end on a higher note than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. Um, yo, did you watch Mayor of Easttown? No. Is it good? Watch it. HBO Max. Okay. I've seen it. it. I've seen like the show on there, but. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it's a, th- it's a little true crime. Not true crime. Cause it's a, I don't think it's a true story. So <laughs> does true crime means true story mean true story? I don't know. Well, it's a crime drama, thriller, whatever you want to call it. Check it out. It's uh if you like I mean I think you'll like it for sure. I think you you uh it sounds like Verno likes some of the sh- same shows. I think y'all y'all will enjoy watching this. If you enjoyed uh Big Little Lies, if you enjoyed uh what was that one that I fucking hated the ending where the twist was there was no twist. What was that one? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, the woman Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. Are, the if Undoing. You like the Undoing, yes. If you like The Undoing, if you like the... What's the, what's the other one? I don't, why don't I remember these shows? What's the other one we just watched recently? Uh, Your Honor. Huh? Your Honor. Your Honor. If you liked Your Honor, you're going to love this. Okay. So... Mirror we will add it to the list. Yeah, it's it's shot it's shot beautifully. It's like it just to give a, a quick synopsis without spoiling it, it's like yo, like the first episode is following the main character throughout her day, and you're introduced to so many fucking characters 
of the show. Like, it's like, yo, what the fuck are they doing to us? Why am I learning all of these people? You're watching her go through town in a small town where you could tell it's a tight knit community and they all know each other. And like, you know, she go that whole first episode is going through that, her walking through town and the rest is, uh, how, how the rest works out. But, uh, Check it out, for sure. Will do. We will watch something tonight. Oh man, yeah. I feel like there's more TV to watch, but whatever. We'll we'll figure it out. Well, you got any plans for the fourth for the Oppressors uh, Independence uh, Day? <laughs> yes, for Oppressors Independence Day, they're doing a big thing here on base on the first and second. So we're gonna take him. There's gonna be rides and free food, and we have nice. shit else to do. So. Uh, we're gonna get out and yeah, mingle. And then, other than that, it's July, so we're really just knuckling down and getting everything done that we need to get done for this trip. Um, we're gonna start like really packing, seeing what we need to take. We just bought him a new car seat and a new stroller since he's massive, so that stuff arrives next week. So um, I just bought like a cover for his uh, car seat for when we check in on the plane, so it doesn't get damaged. Yes. I know it. And uh, so, really, that's what the month of July is. We're just going to be working a lot and getting ready for August to finally have some fun, to see all of our lovely friends and family, to celebrate my son's first birthday, to do all the things, and hopefully put a little bit of this pandemic and a little bit of the struggle behind us. So, I'm very, very excited. Yeah, well, when you get here, just say the word, yo. I'm there. Like, yo, Ev, this place, 5 p.m., sharp. <laughs> I'm there. I can't I, wait. I can't wait. We're definitely dragging you out of the house. Just as much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, part of that is, definitely like, now, now that I'm finally, like, somewhat comfortable going back out, it's like, y'all ain't here, and I don't have that many like, right. people I go hang with, so it's like, all right, I'm here. I'm cool. I'm straight. <laughs> right. Even though he uh, is in Connecticut this weekend, he could have came here and recorded. <laughs> he had other business to attend to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> I found I found this box here in England, like seven minutes from the crib, and it's in place. You're breaking. I'm like, yo, we got to hibbity hoo Eight miles. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you got that reference. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, I found a brunch spot like seven minutes from our house, and I was so excited. I'm like, oh my god, we gotta go! And then I remember that we had anybody to babysit. My husband doesn't really like to drink, and I'm like, so I'm just gonna get drunk at brunch by myself, pretty much. Clutch. Yeah. Give me some sense of normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Like, I, that yeah. sounds good, but then I think about, like, how little I drank during the pandemic because my wife was pregnant because I didn't want to drink by myself. So I'm just like, even now, like, I have some whiskey while we're recording, but she's still, she's breastfeeding. So she's, she has the occasional glass of wine, but it ain't like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, me. I ain't alcoholic enough to get drunk by myself. Right. So I have, like, now he breastfeeds less and, you know, we're mostly on food at this point. He'll be 10 months this week. So I'll breastfeed him and I have a four hour window. So I have a glass line immediately after he gets off the booth. And I'm like, yes, 
vengeance is mine. I'm back. I'm back. Am I crazy? Yes. He's smiling. That means we get fucked so. up in August. Get my, uh, my yeah. Uber. I'll get my Uber credits up. Be safe out here. Please do. Yeah, so it's 7.30. We need to go bo- boil our son's bath water so that we can bathe. And uh, then we have to boil Ghetto. Ghetto. Military is preparing to not have to fucking support y'all when y'all leave. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a whole other fucking conversation. Uh, support our fucking veterans. Yo. None of veterans should be out here be homeless in these streets. Uh, GDFools at gmail.com. At the goddamn fools across social media. We're on Apple Podcasts. How many stars, B? Five stars. Don't be a hater. I'll fill in for Eric there. Uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Apple, I said Apple Podcasts. Riley is screaming. That means she's not taking her nap. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Stitcher, Pandora, SoundCloud, all that good <laughs> shit. I'm at F. Swain. Hi, Bianca. Eric's at the Black of Wall Street. We're at Goddamn Fools all across social media. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>